Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Undivided here on the Life Coach Radio Network, which is brought to you by Audible.com. That's Audible.com, the world's leader in spoken audio, audiobooks, online periodicals, and speeches. For all things spoken audio, it's Audible.com. Head on over to Audible.com after our show this evening, and in the drop-down menu box in the right-hand corner, enter Life Coach Radio Network for a chance to win a free 30-day trial of Audible.com. For all things spoken audio, it's Audible.com, the sponsor of our program and all the programs here on the Life Coach Radio Network. And welcome in to Undivided, episode number 40. We are live here at 7 p.m. on the East Coast. I'm in New Jersey, and I'm your host, Frank J. Maduri, and thank you so much to all the listeners and all my former guests for being with me here this evening as my uh, phone screen in the studio platforms lighting up right now. Uh, we are live here at 7 p.m. on February the 20th in the year 2019. And before we get going, because we have a lot to cover and a lot to do tonight and a lot of very special guests to have on our special episode program, the disclaimer for tonight's program, Undivided, episode number 40, the views of this episode may not necessarily be the views of myself as host, Frank J. Maduri, my guests, who I'm going to have a number of special guests, any of the guest call-ins this evening, and may not necessarily be the views of the Life Coach Radio Network. And as all of you know, I've been blessed to be on this program and to have this series now running. It will be two years in the summer, two years this June, that this series will have uh, been running here on Life Coach Radio Network. And it's matured and it's progressed in that time. You know, we had a, a 20th episode special where we took the guests from the first 19 episodes and they returned. And we're doing a similar format tonight because the audience and the guests that participated in that, they really enjoyed that, that format and the ability to reconnect with the audience, reconnect with me and catch up. It's a sign of unity, which is the goal of this show, harmony and unity. And we're going to talk about the different topics that we've covered from episode 21 until our most recent episode, episode 39, and also about the long road ahead that this country and our world still has in matters of harmony, unity, and peace. So I will get our first guest up here, and I'll ask uh, to lower your speakers if you're listening live. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. Mark, can you hear me? That's yeah, Frank. How you doing? Great, Mark. Can you back not hear me? Welcome back to Undivided. <laughs> I can hear you great. Welcome back to thanks, our show. Thanks How's for thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. How um, how have you been? How was uh, how was everything going? How were your holidays? Um. Everything is going fine. Holidays, uh, personally, were were uh, were quite traumatic. <laughs> my my wife went through uh, emergency gallbladder surgery. That um, the first surgery didn't go well, so she actually had to have uh, a reconstructed surgery to repair the damage. And so December is kind of a blur. <laughs> December really oh, didn't exist wow. for us as a family. Yeah, it was it was quite amazing. Um, but all is well. Things are on the mend, and uh, you know it's it 
it's it's far better than it was two months ago. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, that's good to hear. And I'll send some prayers your wife's way for your family continued recovery uh, on that. Uh, Thank you very what much. What was your I experience it. like? Sure. What was your experience like coming on the show? We always like to ask that. Um, a little, a little nerve wracking. Um, uh, you know, when when you're when you're put on the spot and you're not quite sure how it's going to turn out. I kind of personally, I kind of like, you know, knowing what the answers are before I ask the question. <laughs> And uh, and and this was more of an exercise of of you know speaking off the cuff and and uh, uh, thinking on my feet, which is is frightening and thrilling all at the same time. Um, but uh, I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I I always like I like being put into that position, and it it opens up you know, your brain to, to new and interesting avenues of discussion. Absolutely. Do you have anything new that's going on as far as your, your practice? I know you have a private practice or any events coming up. Uh, yes, actually I am. I'm working on a couple things. Um, uh, there's a couple speaking engagements that I'm, that I'm working on. Uh, I've, I'm going to be focusing more on, uh, small business, uh, small business in, uh, uh, engagement. Um, I'm starting to partner with a couple of people in my area. I live in Chicago, um, and to partner with, uh, one of the larger chambers in the area, uh, to, uh, provide some services for small to mid-sized businesses that don't have the resources to, to engage uh, companies in uh, employee engagement, in retention, uh, and, and, and things like that. Um, most small businesses, their HR departments are basically, you know, here's the, here's the employee manual, um, here's the tax forms you need to sign, and, and that's kind of it. That's, that's kind of the, the breadth of what they can handle. And so one of the things that, that I want to do with, with a couple of other people is uh, let's see if we can expand upon that. Let's see if we can provide some resources uh, to some of these companies that um, would benefit from uh, understanding what it is to engage your employees. Uh, I've gotten very interested in the um, freelance economy. Um, or the gig economy, as some people know it, uh, uh, know of it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, as I was researching that and, and, and teaching myself about it, it turns out I was part of the gig economy for the last 35 years. I just never realized that's what I was doing. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's, that, so that, was kind of, that was kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, the gig economy or freelance economy, uh, is 30% of the workforce, and it's only going to get bigger. Um, and hiring managers, you know, are finding it harder and harder to get good talent. Uh, so I'm hoping that within the next six to eight months uh, to uh, engage with people 
uh, with those things. Um, awesome. And then well, the, and then the last inter- thing, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to say it was great hearing your voice. I've got a bunch of other calls, but uh, if you had something yeah, to add real ahead. quick, that would be great. Uh, well, the, the last Thank thing, the last thing I wanted to, the last thing I wanted to add was uh, I'm seriously looking at doing what you're doing for myself. Um, oh, so nice. I may pick your, nice. I may pick your brain about about the the whole journey that you took off air, obviously, and uh, and uh, you know, see see how Please I can do. maybe do this. Absolutely. Please do. We'll talk some more about that. Thank you so much, Mark. It was great hearing your voice. Thanks, Frank. Mark Fechner, ladies and gentlemen, back on the program. Hello? You're on the air. Hi, this is Pam Winholtz. Pam, welcome back to Undivided. How's it going? Oh, my gosh, things are going fantastic, and uh, I feel like I'm help contributing to the cause of creating unity and peace. Oh, that's so awesome. That makes me feel so good. That makes me feel so great. Uh, how are things going? What was your experience like being on the show, things of that nature? It was, su- it was such a pleasure when we spoke last week because I, I felt as though the program was very well prepared and had purpose. Therefore, I was able to give answers that I thought could really help, you know, be honest to myself, but also help the listeners to you and how we can all build something even bigger than ourselves. It it was a great experience. Uh, The technology worked fine. I was very nervous about that because that's not my strong suit, but uh, it worked great. The directions were great and the details and follow-up were great. So thank you for that, your professionalism. I really appreciated it. Oh, thanks so much for the compliment. Uh, did you receive any feedback from your friends, family, network on the episode? Yes. People who saw it, they liked it. Uh, they liked the stories I told, and they liked the way I told it so they could understand the lessons to be learned. As you probably remember, I had taken that round-the-world trip, and we talked about uh, different experiences, but also from being in the Navy, being a lone female, and then hosting students. So as a matter of fact, I just got back last week from Chile, having immersed myself in my very first student's life and becoming part of her family for two weeks, even though I don't speak their language. So it's quite an adventure. Wow, that dovetails right into what we were talking about, those cultural situations and being able to you know, assimilate yourself. And uh, I received some great feedback about our episode as well. Um, Uh, What's new besides going to Chile? Do you have anything coming up, Um, your practice, any events, things like that? Oh, yes. Well, I just finished an event last week for the Young Professionals Organization here in Charleston, South Carolina. We were expecting 50 people, and 100 showed up. So that was thrilling, Um, and I have to figure out what we did right so we can do it again. And I'm speaking at the North Charleston Chamber of Commerce on March 5th. So anyone who lives in Charleston, South Carolina, we would love to have you. And uh, I'll be talking about seven different ways we lead ourselves. Wow. Wow. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, Is that information on your website? Uh, It will be as soon as my new website goes live, hopefully by the end of this week. Nice. Nice. So uh, let Pam know, hit her up for that. Pam, thanks so much for a few minutes. I got to keep this rolling, but it was great to hear your voice again. 
And thanks so much for reconnecting with the audience and appreciate it. Take care and be well. Thanks. Bye, Frank. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Frank, this is Jenna. Jenna Poneman, welcome back to Undivided. How's it going? Thank you. It's going fantastic, especially now that I'm chatting with you. I'm super excited for this. Oh, nice, nice. It's so great to hear your voice again. How's uh, California? California has been surprisingly chilly lately, uh, but, you know, I can't complain. I'm here in sunny sunny Los Angeles right by the beach, so it's, life is good. Oh, nice, nice. So, of course, you know, we ask what your experience was like being on the program. We always like to, to ask those kind of questions and feedback and things like that. So how was your experience of being on the show the first time around? was fantastic. It was very, very exciting to get to talk about a topic that I am so passionate about and you were so open to talk about. And, you know, this is a subject that can be very controversial. We talked about gender norms and gender roles um, and how society is is shifting and how we want to shift away from that. And being able to engage and be open and talk about different dynamics and different possibilities and ideas. I mean, when you talk about bringing unity and creating awareness, I mean, what better way to do it than being willing and open to work outside that mold and, and see what possibilities come of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's still such a hot topic today. It's still so relevant and it's probably more so than when we talked, you know, last summer. Um, what feedback did you receive from the episode, like from your friends, family, network, colleagues? So this was very interesting because, uh, you know, as we just touched on, it's a sensitive topic for some people. And so after our show, I received a lot of traction, a lot of phone calls of women especially wanting to talk more about this to say, so it's possible to even shift the mold, which was so mind boggling to me at first because I went, of course it is, you know, there's you patterns are learned sociologically. So why not? And, and it kind of was an, it was a huge eye opener to say, this is where the, this is where the opportunity is to get to educate and really work with women hand in hand to start to create those new boundaries and those new opportunities. Um, and so it really started to create a whole nother discussion um, where, um, I've got to work with a big group of women, um, especially in the career sector, and see what is it that they can create for themselves as being big, powerful, independent women, while also trying to create a relationship with a man who is equally as successful and find this mutual respect and affection for one another without having those um, preconditions or preconstraints of what it is to be a man versus what it is to be a woman, just connection. That's true. You know, on our show, we, I, I got a lot of feedback personally from, you know, both you as a guest and the, and the topic, uh, very positive feedback and um, how well prepared you were, which you were, and to not let others <laughs> define the role. You know, that was such a great point in that show. 
you know, don't let anyone else tell you what your role should be and, and go out and find a person that's going to be, you know, simpatico, if you will, like in harmony with you and in lockstep with you in a partnership where you're a partnership of equals. And that, you know, got so many different people thinking, well, hey, I could go out and do this. I don't have to be in a relationship like my parents or my grandparents were in. I can make it my own and, and I could do it kind of, you know, for myself and, and in a situation where I'm going to be validated and I'm going to be appreciated. Uh, so what else is going on? What's new? Do you have anything coming up? Any events? Anything like that? Um, so I just held an event, which was amazing. Um, and it will be a recurring event called the Conscious Love Coffee Chat. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, uh, we do hold an event um, almost on a monthly to bi-monthly basis where you get a free opportunity of coaching um, and you come together with a group of women that are in support of creating this new mold and how we can create this life for you. Um, and I also have a really fun tool that I've created for all of my lovely, lovely people and your lovely audience. Um, pardon my French, but we call it the Audios A-Holes Assessment. And so we do an assessment where we really get to look at your life and see how can we shift the pattern where you might be attracting the same kind of quality over and over again that you might not like and how we can shift it to where you really get to attract high quality, high vibing people to yourself to ultimately create that fulfillment where you feel like you really get to step into yourself and, and really enjoy the relationship. Wow. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you, Jenna. It was great catching up with you. I know you have a client and I've got some people on hold, but uh, it was great to hear your voice. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today and call in from California. Thank you, Frank. Great job on the show. Love it. Oh, uh, thank you so much. I'll, I'll be in touch with you soon. All right. Take care. Take care, Jenna. Uh, and also to be said that Jenna and I raised a lot of money for the California wildfires in that episode that night. So that was an ancillary huge benefit of that program. Hello, you're on the air. I'm going in order, so bear with me. Hey, Frank, it's Amy. Hey, Amy Phillips. Welcome yes, back. Yes, how are you? Undivided. Thank you. How's it going? How's it going? It's thanks going for really well, thanks. Oh, no problem. Thanks for waiting. Uh, how are the holidays? How are things going? How was the move? The last time we left you off, you were moving. Yeah, the move was, you know, it's chaotic. Moving is, is chaotic. Um, but it was a, uh, we're, we're settled now. And so we were able to enjoy the holidays in, in, the, in the new house. So yeah, everything's great. Oh, that's excellent. It's always nice. You know, I always say moving is one thing. The settling period is another whole situation where it yeah. takes a long time to figure out where things are, where you want to put things and go into places where you think that thing is and it's not there anymore and that sort of thing. So there's certainly yeah, an believe adjustment. Me, we've got a lot of boxes place. still that are unpacked, but, you know, they'll. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Live in the moment, as we know, as coaches. Right. Exactly. Um, so what was your experience like coming on? You know, I've asked everyone that, um, you know, just like we did in the 20th. Uh, how was your experience and what was it like? So um, if you'll recall, during our ep episode, you know, we were talking about self-love and and ways to do that, way to, ways to um, cultivate a loving relationship towards yourself, which just was coincidentally uh, um, happening 
that episode aired the same week that Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade had both taken their lives. And we, you and I touched upon that. And um, a couple of days after our, our episode, I had a, a loved one take their own life. So it was um, a very, it was kind of poignant in retrospect. And it's something that is um, really kind of, uh, you know, I really thought the timing of that was really amazing, especially given that we really, we really talked about that. And we talked about this notion of, you know, toxic masculinity and, um, you know, ways to hold space for ourselves, especially if we are, if we are struggling. And so that was just a a really big, um, you know, wow moment for me. Oh, wow. Certainly. Yes. It's, um, I remember that night really well and talking about that. And like so many times on this show, the timing of it is just really, you know, endowed in that way. Um, and enlightened in that way. And that, you know, I, the, the show essentially about the me too movement right after the Harvey Weinstein thing blew open in the very first case of that. And, here, Tammy Banfield back when and I are doing a show on that. And then, you know, Michelle West changes the idea for our topic to grief and uh, grieving. And I lost my father-in-law in the time between when we changed the topic and when we went on the air. And it was still very raw for me. I was still in those initial stages of grief. So it's so unbelievable. And it's so amazing how this show has brought people together and has, has helped people and, help people to heal uh, what Absolutely. feedback did you receive about the episode uh, from like, I your network a lot of uh, a lot of really positive feedback um, around what we talked about and how relevant it is for so many people but how the um, the topic of self-love isn't really something that people discuss and so it was refreshing for people to hear um, self-love be talked in a way that made it relevant and accessible and normal and important for them and how it just resonated with so many people um, because everyone is struggling with something in their lives, no matter how big or small. And so there's always the, the notion of, you know, holding your space for yourself. We talked a lot about, you know, um, I'm a big component uh, proponent of meditation and ways to just really hold space for yourself during these times that you might be struggling. You might, you might be um, feeling a little bit groundless and so that you can navigate those times in a very nurturing, loving way towards yourself. Yes. And that's, I was talking to someone this morning, actually, uh, that's going to be actually coming on the show this summer. And I was saying, you know, we were talking about your show and your episode and saying how, you know, Amy went to this place with me and she was really vulnerable. And I think the audience got that too. And, and how, you know, well prepared you were and how natural it was. We really, you know, vibed off of each other and had a really, awesome conversation about such an important topic. And um, so I want to thank you for that because that, that resonated with me for a long time and for the audience as well. Um, So what do you have new that's going on with your practice or any upcoming events as um, we always want to ask that here of our returning guests? 
So since we um, since our episode aired, I received my certification to become a meditation teacher, and so I've started one of one of my goals is to bring meditation to underserved populations, and so I've started teaching med- meditation at our, our local um, senior center, and many of the the women who attend these classes are women who are in times of transition, are caretakers have. Um, sick loved ones and it's you know it's really empowering to be able to um, teach them ways to cope with these hard difficult times in in life um, using meditation because it's not necessarily something that is widely accepted by the aging population so um, I've I've been doing that and I've been teaching private meditation sessions at home, uh, in, in people's homes. Um, I have been hosting workshops and meditation workshops at yoga studios. And I have a um, two retreats for women planned um, this year, one in the beginning of May and one is October. One, um, the one in May is in the Poconos and the one in October is going to be in the Catskills. And they're retreats for women really, you know, again, just – encouraging this notion of self-love and self-exploration and creativity and fun and, and really being able to um, cultivate and hold space for yourself to, to love yourself and to appreciate yourself and nurture yourself so that you can then give, give back to the world. That's excellent. It's awesome. Where can we find that? Is that on your website, the information? Yeah. Lovemyselfrevolution.com. Awesome. Thank you, Amy, very much. It was so great to hear your voice again. Thanks so much, Frank. Have a great night. You too. Thank you so much for coming on. And I want to add, Amy, too, um, my condolences on your loss and, and that I uh, meant to mention that before and to your family and that I'm going to continue to pursue uh, helping those who take their own lives as I do the Suicide Ep- Epidemic Show. And I've done the spot for the National Suicide Hotline every show. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Frank. Hello? Hello, it's Alexandra. Alexandra Mathis. Welcome back. How are you? (laughs) Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for waiting. How's it going? It has been just packing up and getting ready for a trip I have tomorrow. Everything. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. That's great. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can hear you. Can you? I got you cutting in and out a little bit. Hmm, that's strange. Let me try to move to another. Is this that? Can you hear me now? Oh, much better. Thank you. Much better. There we go. Okay. Sorry about that. Nice. No, no problem. So uh, thanks for calling in. What was your experience like being on the show? Yeah, so my experience being on the show is what is very interesting, um, a lot deeper than a lot of other podcasts that I've been um, involved with. And so I really enjoyed that you took it to a deeper level. And as Pam, who is actually one of my IPEC graduates as well, um, good friend of mine mentioned earlier, I loved your professionalism um, and the way you handled things. It was a really great experience. Um, coming back on the show uh, now, um, this is 
You're welcome. Coming back on the show now, you know, I think I mentioned to you when you when you asked me about coming back on the show that I felt a little bit nervous about that because my my life and my direction as far as my business and everything has changed a lot. So um, I appreciate you being understanding of that and still wanting to kind of hear my mindset and where I'm at now. Got you. Uh, absolutely. It's, um, you know, people often say that, you know, life is kind of goes in zigs and zags and, you know, it's nonlinear. And I think that, exactly. you know, you know, you could take things and then use those skills where you are um, and utilize them. Sorry, I was just handling a slight issue that I had on my side technically um, and utilize those gifts and talents where you are. And it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be, you know, uh, you know, God closes a door, opens a window kind of a thing. And I'm sure I certainly thought of that in your case, that it shows, you know, a lot of strength, a lot of uh, fortitude, and a lot of resiliency to say, okay, you know, maybe this didn't work out the way I thought it was going to, but now I'm going to try something yeah. else and I'm going to utilize those skills and what I do. Um, exactly. So, uh, where you are now, you're utilizing some of that, I'm sure, in the interactions that you have with other people. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing that I think is interesting is, you know, going back from working, kind of focusing on my coaching career and back into more of a um, typical J-O-B type job, um, it's been interesting to see how the tools that we use when we're focused so much on coaching comes natural to us because we're doing it all the time. But when you go back in, that's not necessarily happening around you, it takes a lot of concerted effort to really remember those tools and really remember the things that you learned while you're in, you know, while you're focusing on your coaching career and kind of using those same tools and impacting people around you that aren't used to seeing those things. So it's just different. Um, But I think that it's super, it's been super beneficial to me and then to the people around me to have those tools and to kind of start you know, showing people some of the things that we learn in the coaching world um, that aren't necessarily privy to those same things. Absolutely, absolutely. What kind of feedback did you receive uh, from the episode? So I heard five, so it's been a little while. I mean, I don't even know when we recorded that. I want to say it's been quite a few months ago. Um, But I heard a lot about how it was a lot deeper um, than other podcasts they've listened to. I've also heard a lot um, trying to remember what the exact wording was that somebody said, um, but they just it, like the way that we discussed how you know because if you remember correctly, we discussed how you know eating disorders and mental illness definitely have a stigma around them and how you know people kind of get attached to that stigma. And, um, a lot of people said that was a different way that they've never heard anybody talk about it like that. So that was really interesting as well. It was. I thought of anything out of that episode, it went to that place, and I got a lot of feedback about how your testimony and how, you know, those email questions we received and how we handled all that really helped people, you know, with that and with a very important, very important topic of, of eating disorders and, and how to, to seek help and how to get help. So that's a, a huge component of what we were able to do together that night. And then the other side was, people saying I've dealt with this label for so long and now I have some tools to deal with that and breaking myself free from that. Uh, Really quickly, can you describe for me, um, you know, what you have going on with Tiger Day and some of the things you might have uh, coming up there 
is I want to try and, and do something like that to raise some money for them. Oh, well, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I work for Auburn University now, um, and we have something called Tire Creek Giving Day. And what that is is it's just something that the whole university as a whole comes together and starts to give back. There's a bunch of different projects that are involved. Um, all the different constituencies and colleges all have different projects. And so tomorrow is Tiger Giving Day. Um, and if you just Google Tiger Giving Day, you'll find it pretty quickly. Um, and what it is is just a bunch of people that we're just encouraging people to start giving back. And the denomination does not matter. We just want people to be in the mindset of philanthropy and starting to give back. Um, there's projects all the way from raising awareness or raising funds to combat Alzheimer's, which means a lot to me because my mom has um, stage 7 Alzheimer's, um, all the way up to our project, which is actually raising money for scholarships to be able for people to be able to be able to attend the Harvard College of Business. Um, so it's just all different things that is raising money for different projects, projects around the university. Awesome. Thank you so much for yeah. uh, calling in and for connecting back in with us and uh, connecting back in with the audience. I really appreciate you taking the time and doing that. And I hope you have a good and a safe trip as well. Thank you. It's good to talk to you again. Absolutely. I'll be in touch, Alexander. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Alexandra Maffitt. Uh, it's so great of her to call in. We're going to, I'm going to touch on that episode again, but I just have a lot of calls holding. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Frank. It's Suzanne. Suzanne Riley, welcome back to Undivided. How's Thank it going? Thank you. Good. Thank Great you for to be holding. Here. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that you're in the middle of a company event, so I don't want to keep you, and I, I want to get you. Um, I'm so glad you're able to carve out some time. I know you have something going on at your company right now. Um, so thank you so much for calling in. Um, what was your experience like being on the program? I really loved being on the show. Um, I I love being on podcasts in general, and I really enjoyed our discussion. And, um, you know, you and I covered a bunch of questions, and people also asked some really great questions, uh, some other really great questions of their own, and I just, I just really enjoyed the experience overall. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you very much for saying that. Um, what feedback did you receive uh, from your network or from your friends and family? You know, honestly, um, when we did the podcast, it was at such a busy time for me, and I actually didn't share it out as widely as I could have. And so actually the, the feedback that I got was largely from you and, and, and some of the folks in your network who gave you some feedback and you can m refresh my memory and maybe share with others. You know, I think people were saying that it was super helpful and um, that I lent some new perspectives and that um, just some, from some of the things we talked about on the show that they could really take that and apply to their daily life. Um, and for anyone who Absolutely. hadn't listened to the show, yeah, um, we, you know, we talked about how there can be so much conflicting information in the fitness industry. And I talked a lot about how to um, find your own path and, you know, do what works best for you and to be able to, to really kind of quiet the noise and find a way forward. And I, th I think a lot of people really resonated with that. Yes, they did for sure. I I got a, a great deal of feedback about that uh, about that episode about how it was so helpful to people to discern, you know, what program was right for them or if it was a mix, and then also to be okay with that. 
you know, it was all about freedom of choice and there were choices available and that there was a bunch of people that could hold that space in the industry because they represented a different thing for a different person. And I thought that was a, a very powerful message to send to people that there is no right or wrong way to do it. It's a way that fits for you. Um, so I appreciated you coming on and doing that. And the, the episode was so uh, powerful and fitness is very important to me. Uh, so what do you have going on? What's new um, on your side of things? Uh, well, as I shared um, on the show, uh, I have an ebook that helps people to um, – I try to give people as un, unbiased information as possible and some just really just small, moderate changes that people can make to snowball into real lasting results. And it's basically, um, you know, a boiled down version of my whole career in this field. And, you know, the people who've read it have found it really useful. Um, and I do also offer coaching. So I do have uh, one spot available for coaching and then the rest I'm creating in real time. Um, kind of excited about doing some more blogging so people can come to the website um, soon. That's at uh, SuzanneReilly.com. It's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-R-E-I-L-L-E-Y.com. Um, and to be able to um, get more of that really useful information to bits you can apply in your life immediately. And then, and then otherwise, you know, that aspect of coaching where a, a, a big aspect of how we work is to um, have the client ask for what you need. So basically, I really invite you to do that. And if you, if you check out my work and you resonate with it and um, you have a question or you have an idea or you have an inkling of how I might be able to help you, just use the contact form and reach out. Um, and we could explore it. I just, I'd really love to connect. So just, just ask for what you need. That's great information for the uh, audience. And um, you're also going to be coming back to the show. We uh, will have to figure out a date, but we've got a, a show coming yes. up, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're going to be the first um, person to be on twice. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early summer, right? Somewhere in there. Exactly, exactly. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. Keep a lookout for that. And Suzanne, it was great talking with you again. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes, and uh, look forward to connecting with you and and uh, doing our show down the road. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Suzanne Riley, everyone. So great having her on, and she's going to be the first person to be on technically three times because she was on tonight. Thank you so much for holding. You're on the air. Oh, hi, Frank. It's Romana. Romana, thank you for holding, and welcome back to Undivided. How's it going? Good. It's going really good. So how is it going for you? Oh, it's going great. Thank you for asking. It's busy but good, and I'm so blessed to have so many people want to come back and be a part of this you know, very special evening tonight, a celebration of this show. Um, so thank you for being a part of this. And um, uh, what was your experience like, you know, being on the program? Well, it was really an amazing experience because you're such a great um, host. And it was really nice talking, like, you know, the experiences, um, how it 
looks like live in three different countries. Basically, they're all Western countries, and yet they are all a little bit different, like Australia, Europe, and United States, right? Um, and it was really good because we were talking about how to approach to people um, that, that are different nationalities with curiosity, you know, and see how they live, how they think. It's just an amazing experience when you meet all these different people, like people, people from different countries and just learn about their culture. They do, and, and that was the feedback that I received was so many people were struck by Australia. They had no idea what Australia was like or living in Australia was like. They didn't know too many people that had and you had uh, and how each society viewed each other and how you know Europeans viewed America and vice versa. Uh, it was really interesting. And then the other feedback that I got that, I received from a number of different people, both in my personal network and from the audience at large, was uh, how complimentary you were about America and how helpful Americans were. And that made so many people feel so good that, you know, you didn't feel like you were alone and that you felt yeah. like people were there to support you. And that made a lot of Americans uh, feel really, really special and really validated and kind of changed maybe their mindset. Uh, about what people might feel. Uh, what feedback did you get from the episode, like from your friends, your network, maybe some clients? Um, I got great feedback, and I got, like, from my friends, um, I got even more questions, you know, how it looks like live in the United States, and especially because um, I travel a lot around the United States, and I keep posting, you know, on my Facebook, how amazing it's here, how beautiful they are. Like, oh, you need to come and see this, right? Um, so more and more people um, are asking me, you know, how it really looks like, you know, um, how because I really tell everyone how friendly Americans are because that you are, like you are. And how helpful, like willing to help. And I got quite a few great friends here. Um, they're all locals. And to be honest, I have a great experience in the United States. Oh, that's great. That makes me feel so great to hear. Um, so what's new with you? What's going on with you? With, uh, you have any upcoming events? Or do you have anything you would like to make the audience aware of? Um, basically, what's coming up with me is um, I live globally and I work globally. So um, I partner up with um, uh, people in UK. So I'm doing master classes for them, and also I'm partnering up uh, locally with um, um, women's studio and um, co-working space um, about like how to be self-compassion and compassionate in relationships. So the dates are not known yet, but we are, we are in progress um, doing these uh, workshops. So, yeah. 
Oh, great. Well, you know, when you have that up, um, I'll let people know to check your website. And you know that your friend Diana is coming on in two weeks. Diana Tapia is going to be my guest. So I thank you for that and network me with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's amazing. (laughs) The audience is going to love it. Oh, they really will. Well, thank you, Ramon. It was great to hear your voice. I really appreciate you taking the time and for waiting uh, so patiently to be on. Um, your episode really resonated with a lot of people. And um, uh, let's talk about maybe doing it again sometime. Yeah, great. Have a great day, night, basically. Have a great night, Frank. Thank, <laughs> thank you for you. having me here. Oh, bye, thank you, Ramon. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Ramana Stokel, back on the program. It's wonderful hearing your voice again. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Frank. It's Miles. Miles Smith. Welcome back <laughs> yes. to Undivided. How's Thank it going? Thank you. It's the wonderful life. <laughs> it is, right? The wonderful life of retirement. You better believe it, and all the potential that goes with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was your experience of being on the show? It was an incredible amount of fun. Uh, it was my first time doing a uh, live interview, and I was really nerved up for it. But you got me past, with, past all of that with such ease, and, in fact, it has spurred me on to doing other live uh, radio interviews. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> that's really awesome. In fact, I've got, I've got a uh, podcast that I was just, as of about an hour and a half ago, uh, invited, or not necessarily invited, was uh, told. I'm going to be on it next week. So <laughs> I've got that. As, you know that came directly from the ease that you you made me at ease and made me comfortable talking about myself and about retirement and what a wonderful thing that retirement is exactly exactly uh and I'm so I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, what what feedback did you get uh, from the episode, either you know about it from you know your network or friends or family? Well, uh, the people that knew that it was my first time laughed and said that it sounded like I was an old hand at it. So as I said, uh, it was all very positive and. In fact, there were a couple of clients that came in to me from that uh, show. Oh, really? Oh, wow, that's yes. great to hear. Uh, I, I didn't realize that. That's because uh, I know we, we've spoken since, but I didn't realize that. That's great. That's they, great. Impacting they have heard it. Yes. Uh, basically, what it what they have said was that it relieved some of the fears that they and emotional issues that they were feeling around retirement and hearing me all the vast potential that there is out there for the retired individual and the person who is looking to retire. So that's and that's what it's all about for for me is letting people understand that retirement isn't 
when you retire doesn't mean that you've reached your best buy date and are outdated in in any way. Exactly. And that's the feedback that I received. Uh, and what struck me, uh, Miles, about our show was I got feedback. I received feedback, I should say, from people that were in their 20s, in their 30s, in their mid-30s, all the way up until people that are friends of mine that are older, like in their early 60s. And all of them were talking about how either, one, they have to change their approach and preparation for retirement, the younger people were saying that, and we're also saying, I've never really thought about retirement, or I've got to think about my parents or my grandparents retiring and, you know, how to help them determine what their, you know, second act is going to be. So it, it resonated with such a wide group of people. I was really struck by that, and it really impacted um a lot of people from different demographic groups that I didn't anticipate. So I thought that that was really interesting and that, you know, what a, what an awesome guest you were. So you really did. It came off like you've been doing it a long time. And that's a testament to you. Uh, and I appreciated that as well, you know, and holding that space between that you. night. That is all oh, on no. you for the uh, – you made made me feel so at ease, and I was sitting here in my office that evening, and just I wasn't sweating, but I had a good case of the jitters up until about three minutes in, and at that point it was talking to an old friend that I had just met, or an old friend. I'll put it that way. Thank you for that. And that should be a good testimony for people that are thinking about going on a podcast, not necessarily mine, uh, but it, it, to reach out to do something differently and to step out that way. So what do you have new that's going on, whether it's in your practice or any kind of upcoming event or anything you may want the audience to uh, know about? Oh, wow. Now that's a list. Um Chronological order. I'll start there and get go forward. Uh, after the after we were on, I was nominated for two different uh, TEDx events here in Atlanta, uh, in the Atlanta Ooh. area. And although I did not make the final 15 or 17, I am in the cycle for 2020. Also wow. volunteering for yes, <laughs> volunteering for uh, front of the house uh, for TEDx Atlanta uh, here in the middle of uh, or the fifteenth of March. Uh, done a number of live and on camera uh, interviews. Uh, let's see, brand new website that I ended up having to write myself and build up. But hey, you go back to my or some IT experience and just go for it. Uh, let's see. I've been doing a lot of writing, uh, written for a couple of online magazines, uh, which all of that has brought me to being asked to be a uh, contributing author to a soon-to-be-released book the end of this month or possibly uh, very early March on retirement. It's uh, called Retire One. Uh, the lead author and publisher is an international bestseller and wanted me to be part of it. 
he wanted, he uh, had a number of ex- experts that he wanted to have into this book and contribute to it. Uh, let's see, business-wise, working with a number of uh, companies or corporations as a resource for their older or close to retirement uh, officers, C-level individuals, and upper-level management. Wow, that's a lot going on. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> it's it's, it's been a while, but I've, I've, it's been a while, but I've been pushing it. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Miles, for being on. It was so great to hear your voice again. I really appreciate you coming on. Okay, can I uh, plug my website real quick? Absolutely. Empowered Transitions, all one strung on to one word, dot com. Go there and take a look around. There's a lot of stuff there. And anyone in the audience that would like to learn about retirement, if you don't find it in either the main pages or the blog, reach out to me. (laughs) Will do. Thank you, Miles. I I appreciate it a lot. It was so great to hear from you again. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate you. Miles Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, you are on the air. Hi, this is Barika. Barika Porter. Welcome back yes. to Undivided. Thank you so much for waiting. I appreciate it. I know the whole time sure, has been no long. I've been trying to get to everybody. How's it going? That's, it's going well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for calling in and for taking the time tonight uh, to rejoin the program. Uh, I do really appreciate it. I know the audience does too. You know, there was some great feedback on, uh, really, really powerful feedback on our show. So thank you for doing this. Yes, the pleasure was mine. It was great. It was so much fun. Really, really. I was going to ask what your experience was like. We've been asking everyone that this evening. Yeah, well, aside from my technical difficulties, I think that made it kind of unique <laughs> trying to get in oh, to no actually sweat. join the yeah. call. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought it was really, um, it flowed very nicely. I think like everyone else has mentioned, I probably was a little nervous at first, but you really do a great job um, putting participants at ease, so I appreciate that. And then it just felt like I was talking to an old friend, so that was great. Wow, it seems to be the common theme tonight. I didn't realize that was going to be the common theme. <laughs> uh, so uh, what kind of feedback did you receive? Because I know I, I received some great feedback that I shared with you. Uh, yeah. What kind I, of feedback I had did you a, get? Yeah, I had a couple of people um, reach out to me that weren't actually able to listen the whole entire live broadcast, but they did go back and re-listen to it, which that kind of surprised me pleasantly. Um, and they felt like wow. they walked away with some some real um, tangible things that they could do and, and to ask themselves some deeper questions about why they might be avoiding um, telling the truth. And so I thought, I thought it was really good. People really appreciated it, and it resonated with folks. So that was great. That's wonderful. I know we um... – 
that truth telling is so important. And that was what people shared with me was it's so important to be truthful to yourself so that you can enable you to grow relationships with other people. It was almost like taking the show at the point we were in the life cycle and breaking it down to, you know, the lowest common denominator, but the most important element of that uh, being you telling the truth to yourself. Right. And so many people can resonate with that. So what did you take from that, from, from our discussion? Well, I think it's funny. um, Truth then became my word for the year. And it's funny when you pick those kind of things and you have all kinds of opportunities (laughs) to be truthful. Um, And so I have come to realize that, that, it's not always as easy. You think it's easy, but a lot of times it does require you to dig a little bit deeper to get to the root of what it is that you really want. And then why do you want that? And um, just really sitting with the emotions that may come up when you get to what the truth is and being okay with that. That's really I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that because – that was something else that I heard from more than a few people was it's okay. As you said it in the, in the show. And I remember it to, to let yourself sit in the mess. It's okay. Do that. It's, you don't have to immediately, I think Americans, especially, but even some Westerners or Europeans, et cetera, that listen to the show, they said to me, I'm always want to fix things. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm always ready to say, okay, this is a problem. How do I get out of this? Let yourself be in it. And, you know, by you saying that, that made people feel that they were not alone in that and that there was nothing, quote unquote, wrong with them for being stuck that way, that, you know, they couldn't seem to find their way out. You know, I had a couple right. of people, you know, close to me that have shared some things about that episode that were very powerful about their own journey at that point in their own lives. And, that really resonated. So I, I really appreciate you holding that space with me, you know, that night and, and having that space for the audience, because I think it was just incredibly powerful for, for everyone involved. Yeah. It's just, it's a really, I mean, it sounds good on paper, but if you can really do the work to begin to put it in practice, that while it may be uncomfortable initially, and if you're willing to kind of sit and give yourself time to process and really keep in mind what it is that you really want and why, and it's not that thing, right? It's always that emotion or that feeling. Um, if you give yourself permission to feel all of the different emotions that come with that truth, you come out on the other side a better person. But like you said, we want to jump in you and do. fix it. You know, <laughs> we want to fix it. Right. A part of that truth is is walking that walk, you know, and living that part of the of the process. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what do you have new going on? Anything new in the uh, in the coaching practice and your work? Any kind of events going going on? Anything coming up? Yes, and yes. <laughs> so I um, nice. actually have just begun kind of exploring what it might be like to find a new way for businesses to approach work and their people um, by not just investing in senior leaders, but really looking at coaching uh, lower level employees as well 
with the idea being that if you can get people to show up um, authentically and the fullest part of themselves to work, you get, you know, better results, happier people. And then you also have people that may say this isn't the place for them, and then they leave before they kind of wreck your business. Um, so I've just started to kind of look into that and started working with some small businesses to kind of think about how to build that into their culture from the beginning. Um, so that's one thing. And then the second thing is um, I do quarterly vision board workshops because I have been notorious for not getting on the New Year bandwagon. I kind of do them when I feel inspired, and that often finds, falls, you know, different times throughout the year. So I'm getting ready to do a vision board workshop on March 30th for people in the Washington, D.C. area. I'm very excited about it. It's um, a six-hour event, so it's designed to really give people time and space to really write down and think about what their vision is for their life. Um, We'll take a look at, you know, the wheel of life and the different areas that one might focus on. Um, and then there's enough time for them to actually cut out pictures and words and things like that to actually leave the workshop with a vision board. Because I think people underestimate how long it actually takes to do that. You know, a lot of times we cut out the pictures and then it never gets on the board. Um, and so that is coming up on March 30th. My goal is to try to do one quarterly. Um, so that's kind of what I'm working on. Wow, that's excellent. Now, where can we get the information on the March 30th event? Is that on your website? That will be on my website, um, but if people have questions or are interested, they can certainly use the contact me form that's on there. Um, I'm actually working on getting the event page updated uh, between tonight and tomorrow so that people can access um, that. uh, Where can they contact you? Do you want to hit that out? On my website, on uh, Successful Bloom, like successful, like people are successful, bloom like a flower, and it's all one word, dot com. Successfulbloom.com. Awesome. Thank you, Barika. Yeah. It was so nice to hear Thank your voice you so again. Much. Thank you for waiting. Uh, Thank thanks you for, for coming me. on, and I hope you have a great evening, and I'll be in touch with you soon. All right. Will do. Thank you. Marika Porter, the last guest of the night, waited online. It's uh, for a while. It's just past the top of the hour. It's 8.02. And I know I didn't do any other show promotions. I still have to do that. We didn't take any of the normal breaks we would on a normal program. But I thought it was imperative. I get through the uh, number of guests that have returned because so many people had called in. And I'm truly blessed and really blown away that that those guests have done that. So we're just past the top of the hour. It's actually 8.03 here on the East Coast in snowy New Jersey. And I hope that everyone gets through this storm safely. I'm so blessed to have light and heat and internet and everything else to bring the show to you tonight. There are so many people both in my state and in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic regions that do not have any of those things. And I'm always mindful and grateful to God that this event, which had been planned for a long time, and at one point I thought, "Uh uh-oh, you know, we might have to reschedule this, which was going to cause a problem for a lot of the people that were able to participate, you know, were able to come on. So when we look at at the show from the 
episode 21 on. Arlene Schneider was my guest in episode 29, and Arlene could not be with us this evening. She had a client this evening in her coaching practice that uh, made it not possible for her to be on. Arlene and Maggie Stearns, who was my guest in episode 22, both talked about different parenting issues. If you remember, Arlene was a teen stress and the high school student, and Maggie Stearns was anxiety and parenting, and neither one of those awesome women could be here with us tonight. But they appeared in May of 2018 on the show. They were my two May programs, and there were two moms and I always remember that in the month of Mary, the month of our Blessed Mother that came on to the program and brought perspective from the parenting side for the first time on the series. And I really relied on them as guests because I don't have children. So they were able to speak to those things and to talk about the uh, powerful force that anxiety, powerful force that anxiety can have on parenting. So that was the common theme. So please take a listen to those episodes and they talk a lot about the differences between therapy and coaching. Maggie also has a mental health background. So it was a, some really fascinating advice and to manage that if you're having trouble with that for the stress of college, if you're the parent of a high school student, um, I strongly suggest you to take a listen to that show because it will help you in that way. And then the June shows were Amy Phillips, who came on earlier, and Pam Winholtz. And what was taken from those shows, the self-love show with Amy, as I mentioned, when she was on was her vulnerability and going to that place with me. And we talked about a lot of different religious aspects and spiritual components of self-love. And it was a fascinating dialogue between two people uh, that you really should take a listen to if if you've missed that. And with Pam, it was all about different cultures, but similar human needs. And it's so relevant today with the border crisis, with Brexit and, you know, the uh, Great Britain looking to leave the European Union and this wave of nationalism that has really swept across the world. I've, I've heard stories from all across the world from different listeners, and I have so many listeners now in the Middle East, which is just mind boggling, that have told me about differences in, you know, places like Lebanon and places like Syria and it's very disheartening to me that that this is what I'm trying to do is bring people together. And there's these forces still trying to pull us apart. And that cultural divide show, uh, Pam was so awesome in talking about that and talking about her experiences. And then the July shows, Alexandra said she couldn't remember when she was on. She was on in July. I know it was a long time ago. And so many things have gone on in her life, which I'll get to in a moment. But the July 4th show. Uh, the America Individualism versus Community show uh, was the show I did for July 4th. And that really resonated. And I was really blessed that it resonated with the audience to the degree that it did. Uh, I got an email question about what was the most listened to show. Um, And I don't normally like getting into, you know, listener statistics and things like that, but it was the July 4th program, uh, America Individualism uh, versus community. And I was very blessed to do that. That was a solo show that I brought to the audience. And please take a listen to that. It delves into a lot of different 
uh, features of secularism, relativism, individualism, and then the aspects of community and harmony and what we could do to achieve that. But what the show and Alexandra uh, Maffet came on with the Cage of Title show, what those two shows had in common was to be the freedom, uh, just have the freedom to be whoever you want and not to let other people define you or your success or what you could be. And that was the response that we received from both shows. And even though Alexandra is not coaching, quote unquote, officially anymore, any person that comes into her orbit is going to be blessed. And I wanted her to know that and, and the audience to know that as well. And now she's at Auburn University lending her talents there. Uh, but not to let other people define you. As you remember on that show, it's not to let someone saying to you, you're always become your forever. And that was a very powerful point to that show in the, in the Bridging the Divide segment. Then the August shows were Miles Smith and Jenna Poneman. The response to both of those shows were off the charts. Uh, Jenna was such an awesome guest. She was so well prepared. And the connection, people said, between the two of us was evident. Uh, we had spent a lot of time together talking about the show prior to. And as I said before, we raised a lot of money for the California wildfires through the different charitable organizations that were promoted that evening. And gender roles are huge right now, so take a listen to that show. Uh, but the common thread in both of those shows, Miles and Jenna, Miles talking about retirement, was not to let others define your role or your place or your value or what you can do. You know, not let other people say, well, you're retired, you're quote-unquote put out to pasture, as Miles says in the show. You know, don't let somebody dictate to, that to you. And in Jenna's show, you know, don't let, you know, because society says this is how a man should behave and this is how a woman should behave and this is how they should behave when they're in a romantic relationship or partnership together. That's, that's not how it should go. It should be, you know, let's work on this together as equals and let's find our way together and live in love and peace. The September shows were Michelle Madden, and Suzanne Riley, and Suzanne was on earlier, so you know that Michelle was supposed to be on tonight, but something came up. Uh, Michelle Madden, you know, that show in September uh, about the power of words it was all about meeting people where they are, you know, with the words that we use and listening to people and making f people feel validated with, and also where they are in the fitness aspect with Suzanne's show. You know, where are you on that routine or that walk or that journey in your life where you're trying to get healthier, when you're trying to make uh, you know, better choices, and how we have the freedom of choice, both of words and with our exercise regimen or our diet or what we take from different exercise regimens and combine it to make it something that will work for us, and what words we use to either bring people up or tear people down, and how those words can be powerful and how they can stay with people, and how we can develop better communication skills to live in harmony and make people feel that they're heard, make people feel that they're validated, and live together in a more undivided way, as the show is all about. The October shows are Rick Harrigan, who could not be with us, and Mark Fechner, who was our first call-in guest this evening. And those shows in, in October, excuse me, we're all about not letting society define you. 
not letting anyone prejudge you for what you are or what you aren't. Power of what a job could do for you in the unemployment show with Mark Fechner, how we've all been touched by unemployment. And that show really resonated with people in that way. Everyone seemed to have a story or an anecdote that they could associate with that program because we've all been there, you know, or we know someone that has, you know, whether it's a parent or spouse, a brother, sister, et cetera. We all know someone that's been out of work at one point or another, or we've been through that personally. Uh, Rick Harrigan's show was all about, uh, you know, masculinity. And that was a hot topic and the archetypes of Dr. Young. And when, you know, Rich, Rick picks, pitched that to me, excuse me, um, I was like, wow, I haven't dusted those off in a while. And it was an awesome program. It was a very powerful show. And take a listen to that. We received a testimonial from a listener that said that that episode should be required listening for any mother that has a son. And both Rick and I were blown away by that testimony. Just completely blown away that that this person felt that way, that we talked about how a man, a true man should act and how they should respect other people and respect women and respect their families and act in a way of integrity. So take a listen to that show. There's so much all going on about toxic masculinity right now. We talk about that. We're very honest about how that has harmed people, but how being a true man is actually really a requirement of society and is something that's kind of getting lost in the shuffle. And then our November shows, Ramana, who was on tonight, and a solo episode that I did called Gratitude Versus Entitlement. And both of it had to deal with the entitlement of the West versus contrast against being grateful or having empathy for others that have it worse and the differences between those three continents that Ramana lived in, you know, the European Union, Australia, and here in North America and the United States specifically. And those November shows, you know, the gratitude versus entitlement show and Ramana show uh, were also very powerful with our listeners. So I encourage you to take a listen to that. And then of course we have Barika Porter's show, which we talked about with her when she called in about truth-telling and telling the truth to yourself, and the Christmas show, which was all about faith, hope, and charity, and how both of those things, if we are truthful with ourselves, it's going to allow us to be more open to our spiritual connection and faith. It's going to allow us to have hope because we have hope in our God, and it's going to allow us to serve and be charitable to others. And then, of course, we had the New Year New Opportunities show in January, um, and the Veterans of the Workplace show with Art Maloney and Art cannot be with us this evening. Um, he had a conflict as well, but opportunities abound if we seek out those avenues, if we trust in God's plan, and if we allow people to rise to the occasion. That's what came out of those programs, but listen to them. They're, they're very powerful in their own unique way. And then finally, Cordelia Gaffar came on the program, and because she's got a lot going on and basically has her own show to do, she sent in the following testimonial. Frank is an amazing, well-prepared host and very conscientious about approaching charged topics with curiosity, humility, and care. I had the honor of being the guest for episode number 39, Being an American Muslim. We discussed my personal experiences and how it has affected my family. The best part was showing how we are all more similar than we are different and what we can do to change the world by working together. And that's the testimony of this show. That's the common theme and also the golden rule, you know, love one another as you would like to be loved as you love yourself. 
love one another as God has loved you. And that's something that will resonate with me and resonate with the listeners as we move forward from episode 40 beyond in 2019. And we have some awesome shows, some great shows coming up, very powerful shows upcoming for you uh, that I've already uh, been discussing with different guests. I've been so blessed to have these guests and others on the program. And I thank them all. And I thank the listeners as well. So before I wrap this show for tonight, I have to do the show promotions. And then very quickly, I will, uh, I will announce my next show and, and tie up the show for the evening. Undivided show at gmail.com is the email address. If you have any questions, comments, if you would like to send in anything, we had a couple of uh, emails that popped in early on uh, that I addressed. And then also, please feel free to direct message me at Twitter, at F Maduri. That's at F-M-A-D-U-R-I. Okay, some upcoming show promotions. Free the Hamster, Harry Pritchett Show, first and third Thursday of the month, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Life Coach Radio Network. That's Harry Pritchett. Free the Hamster, first and third Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Life Coach Radio Network. Replenish Me, Cordelia Gafara Show, Wednesday, February the 27th, is her live show, 7 p.m., over on the Life Coach chat channel. That's Replenish Me, Cordelia Gafar, Wednesday, February 27th, live at 7 p.m. Erica Wiederlight, Mondays twice a month at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, live on the Life Coach chat channel. Check out our website, wethelight.com, and also the Life Coach page for upcoming shows. And Holy Shift, Barb Heenan and Leslie Pachati's show, Wednesday, March the 6th, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. here on the East Coast, on the Life Coach Radio Network. That's Holy Shift, like a shift of a car, Barb Heenan and Leslie Pichotti, Wednesday, March the 6th at 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Life Coach Radio Network. Audible.com is the sponsor of this program. Catholic Charities, 800-919-9338. Again, Catholic Charities, 800-919-9338, www.salvationarmy.org. Enter your zip code or the poorest zip code in your state to donate locally. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline reminds you that you matter. If you're struggling, as we talked about earlier in the show with Amy Phillips, we went on during that week that both Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain took their lives. And then as she shared with you and the audience, one of her relatives took their own life around that same point in time. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, please call, please get help. 800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255. Food for the Poor, 800-427-9104 or www.foodforthepoor.org. www.samaritanspurse.org or 828-262-1980 for that great organization. And then finally, MAP International, www.map is in peter.org, 800-225-8550. That's 800-225-8550. Let's give from the heart. Let's give to people in need. And I also want to put, put up, um, excuse me, Tiger Giving Day. That's Tiger Giving Day at Auburn University. Alexandra talked about that earlier. Please go to that website to donate to that wonderful Southern college that has produced so many leaders in our world and in our nation and in business and in all forms and in all types of occupations. So I want to thank the guests as I did in the 20th episode by name, you know, now that we're in episode 40, 
So my thanks to all the guests that have come on to this show from then until now, to Arlene Schneider, to Maggie Stearns, to Amy Phillips, to Pam Winholtz, Alexandra Maffitt, Miles Smith, Jenna Poneman, Michelle Madden, Suzanne Riley, Rick Harrigan, Mark Fechner, Romana Stokel, and Barika Porter, Art Maloney, and Cordelia Gaffar. My thanks to you all for being guests on this program, for spending and investing your time and connecting with the audience. My thanks to the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart, I, I really appreciate and really uh, resonate with me that you've been able to share your gifts and talents with the audience. And I want to thank the audience and give you much love for all that you've done for me and for continuing to listen to this program. And we have a long way to go. You know, the, the Jussie Smollett thing is, you know, just the latest thing in the news, the manipulation of the news cycle, the rise in white supremacy and other hate groups, you know, hate groups on the other side of the aisle, people being divided by racial and ethnic and cultural and religious types of divides. This show is about unity and harmony and I'm going to continue to work and to help bring others to a place where that could become our reality and that we could all live truly undivided. Please check out my practice. My coaching practice is FJ, Frank J. Maduri, professionalcoaching.com. Please check out my book on Amazon, The Reflections of the Passion of Modern Guy and the Stations of the Cross. As Lent is coming up, that might be a good gift idea and all the proceeds, all of them, 100%, go towards a charitable organization, Aid to the Church in Need, to help those who were persecuted by ISIS in the Middle East, specifically in Iraq. And my next show is March the 6th. March the 6th. It's a Wednesday, live, 7 p.m. The Immigration Divide with Diana Tapia. I'm really excited for that show. Hopefully you will be able to join me and listen in. So for Russ Terry and for Danica Treble, for all my fellow co-hosts and guests of this program, I want to thank you, the audience. I'm your host, Frank J. Maduri. And until I see you all again on March the 6th with Diana Tapia to discuss immigration, be blessed and be well. <laughs>